Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. Jose Butron, the Spaniard, showing up in uh, in the motocross scene this year. Older guy, veteran guy, and, and, and doing well, man. Coming off Southwick, he was great there. So we'll talk to him and more about his season and how he ended up here and MXGP and more. Thank you to the folks at FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. You look at Phil Nicoletti, Mike Brown, even that Kiefer guy, Enzo Lopes. A lot of racers running FXR Racing, and stuff looks really good. And they got casual wear as well, mountain bike stuff, fishing stuff. If you're into fishing, check out their FXR fishing line. Some of the stuff's awesome. Uh, Pulp30 is the code to save at FXRRacing.com. So Pulp30 is the code to save with those guys. Check it out. Thank you to FXR for coming on board. And, of course, Race Tech as well. American-made Race Tech uh, gold valves are fantastic. They've been in business for a long time. Race Tech has them, whether it's motor work, whether it's suspension work. They will have you dialed in. Off-road stuff, yeah, they got that there. They got that as well. They do a lot of work with off-road teams. So thank you to the folks at Race Tech for coming on. If you get your motor work done, get your suspension work done, tell them you listen to Pulp. Tell them it's Pulp23 is the code. They'll give you a discount. Vintage stuff, they got that as well. So thank you to Race Tech for coming on board with us. Firepower, Maxis, Roost MX, Namira Technologies, and Seat Concepts on board with us as well. Seat Concepts are proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. They offer a wide variety of seat options from stylish replacement covers to the whole complete seat, as well as various height and width profiles. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider. Pulp MX-23 is the code to save at SeatConcepts.com. Whether you're hitting the motocross track or gearing up for a trek across the country, Seat Concepts has a seat for you. Thank you to those guys. Namira Technologies, they've been on board with us as well for a while. Uh, they got 15% off at DennisKirk.com, 15% off all Namira products right now. So whether you're restoring your vintage bike, rebuilding a new 450 race motor, or working on your four-wheeler, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of casts and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Again, 15% off at DennisKirk.com. Follow them on Instagram for giveaways. Tell you more about uh, Zool's bags later, as well as Firepower, Maxis, and Roost. But for now, let's talk to Jose Boutron about his season, uh, his past, coming over here, and more on FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Pod. All right, now with me on the Privateer Island podcast, a gentleman coming off a strong uh, Southwick uh, uh, this past weekend in the Wick, Jose Butron. What's up, man? How are you? Hello, I am fine. So, sixth place at Southwick. Uh, really good job. Were you happy? Yes, of course. I'm happy, especially on my second moto, mm-hmm. uh, on my shape at the at the moment. I was very strong at the end of the moto, so I think I can improve a little bit, but I'm happy, yes. Yeah, we had uh, Phil Nicoletti on Monday's Pulp Show, and he said he couldn't believe how fast you were going in the second moto. <laughs> he was very impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I was following him for almost the first moto behind him. Um, then I think on the last five minutes, um, yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, were you like you're from Spain? Not necessarily a good sand uh, riders normally, but I guess all your years in GPS, you have to be good in the sand, huh? Uh, exactly. I'm from Spain, from the south of Spain. Um, I'm not a uh, sound specialist on her, but I was living in Belgium for years. I have been practicing with Harry Evers two years, yep. John Mandemere like four years, but 
the sun tracks never have been my specialty, mm-hmm. but of course, of course, with my experience, I know how to write. Um, um, I think I, I am a better hard pack rider. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, exactly. But I guess, you know, like you said, Harry Everts and, and Vandenberg taught you how to do sand pretty well. Um, last four motos have been really good for you. You had a little bit of uh, some results not so good, but the last four you've been much better. Is it the suspension setup? Are you happier with your bike? Exactly. My season, like the first two rounds, mm-hmm. was um, better than my expectation, especially Pala and Hampton. I was some good motos. The second moto at Hampton, I was fifth. In Pala, I don't remember, six or seven, one moto. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I just came one week before Pala to USA, practice today in Florida with Lorenzo in Motosambo and fly to California uh, without bike set up. But Pala and Anton, the tracks were like not so difficult and mm-hmm. I can ride pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Thunder Valley and High Point was very rough. Um, with big rats and bumpy and technical track, they are in that two races. I struggle a lot, especially with my suspension and my setup of everything. Mm-hmm. Then we started work with new suspension guy, Power Band. They live yep. close to us here in Florida in Claremont. Like uh, he make a setting for us. We test one day with them and from that moment I made a good click mm-hmm. in my head and I feel very comfortable on my bike again yeah yeah it's showing um are you surprising yourself with how good you're doing uh in America are you surprising yes I was expecting like Tom some top things mm-hmm. some top things when I had good style or when I feel good but I didn't expect to be like seven, six, five, six. Yeah. Uh, but I, we have to be honest. Eli is not riding. Uh, Cooper now is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, some um, it's not the the whole guy riding, but we we fighting every weekend. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Do you find uh, like on GPS you ride Saturday? two sessions and you race and then you have the Saturday, the Sunday morning warm up in America. It's basically, you know, two short practices and then it's go time. Do you find yourself struggling to get used to the tracks because of lack of practice? Yes. You uh, say completely different format. One day yeah, format right. is I like I like more one day format. But when you have your bike set up, everything correct from the first moment, then you two times uh, fifteen minutes uh, warm uh, qualify. Mm-hmm. The tracks here are longer than GP. GP we need almost two minutes lap times, and here we ride in two twenty, even two thirty sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like five laps uh, practice. Yeah. In one side, I like more GPs because you have more time to set up your bike. On mm-hmm. Saturday, you can test yourself, but today's format is pretty hard on the physical, especially in the four fifty bikes. So I like more one day format like USA. Yep. And give give all your power, your energy, just in one day. Uh, but like like I said to you before, uh, when you have your bike set up, everything correct, and uh, then in one day format is is better. Right, right. Yeah, it seems like 
Well, you know, during the COVID races, the GPs went to one day and everybody kind of liked it. Um, and then now they're back to two days. And it, it does seem like there's some complaining in the in the paddock over in Europe about it, you know. So, but on the other hand, you get what, like maybe two laps before the green flag goes in America? Maybe maybe a lap? <laughs> yeah. 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 In, 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 with the one-day format in the COVID time in Europe, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and the, some riders like Jeffrey like more one day, other riders like Geyser like more two days. But you take a lot of risk in the qualifying moto for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and practice, and you you take a lot of risk. Uh, even in practice, always take a risk. But how less you ride, how less risk you taking on, on racing. Mm-hmm. So for injuries, it's like one day format is better. Right, right. Um, did you always want to come to America? Like you were teammates with Lorenzo in Europe, and you got to be good friends. And we know the story through Lorenzo on asking you to come here. Were you always hoping to come to America at one point, or did it just work out that you that this was the year for you to come over? Or has it always been something you've wanted to do, even when you were, you know, MX2 in Europe? Was it always something you wanted to come over? Exactly. Uh, in Europe, we have a under-23 rule on the MX2 bike, mm-hmm. on the 250. Uh, I was, on my last year of the 250, I was podium guy, a podium yep. like there in the world championship then i have to move to 450 and i didn't like the 450 bike so ktm helped me with so six factory bikes from antonio cairoli the previous year the mm-hmm. 350 bike factory from tony and for i felt good on the better on the 350 than in the 450 because the uh, rider the riding style is more similar like a 250 um but then on when i was 25 i moved to 450 i started struggling and then i in my head was thinking maybe i should go to america and ride some outdoor championship the 250 again because I don't like the MGP <laughs> right. or riding on the 450, and my results were not so good. But I don't find a way in that moment to come here to ride 250 again. And uh, yeah, from last year we planning to to make uh, the wildcat racing, and mm-hmm. and it, it happens. It happens right now. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. It's really cool to see you here. And then Krestnikov or Krestinov from Estonia. He's 11th, you know, Lorenzo, Van Berkel. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, we had a ton of foreign riders in Southwick. It was really cool to see, you know? Yes, yeah, I know Kegel Crestino is a very good sun rider. Yeah. Um, even in Instagram, on my email, uh, a lot of in the European website. Mm-hmm. Lucas Dutron, he's like, he's like in Europe, I think my, I'm like fifth, top 15 till top 10, some top inside of the top 10 when I have some good yeah. stuff in MGP. So like, everybody is like, look, look, Jose is riding on six. <laughs> I should go there and I will be a podium guy. Look, uh, so a, a lot of uh, people following me, my wrestler, and they say, yeah. Yeah, man, like in the Europe, in the USA, and he's riding up there in front, so we should go um, and do the same. Yeah, yeah, really, right? That's that's cool. Hey, you were a great, you are a great starter in MX2. You were mm-hmm. a fantastic starter. I feel like yeah. your starts have been okay in America. They're not bad, 
but I thought you would be really, really great off the start. Do you do you feel like you normally should be better off the start? Because I mean, God, back in the day, you were a great starter. Or or am I am I yes. wrong? Yes, I won the whole shot hours in, right. in MGP. I did a lot of whole shot, but from the moment they put the the grill or uh, the mesh or the metal yep. the metal thing, uh-huh. from that moment I struggle. <laughs> I don't like that. The, the way how you leave the class, the way how the bike traction, uh, all about electronic and yeah. the top of the bike. I like I like more old school. Just make your gate with your your boots. Make uh, the your you you fix your gate five minutes before and and you leave the class with the hands with the finger mm-hmm. feelings and stuff like that than than the new metal bat. Right. This is the way it is and. Um, I think that make also like for riders like us a private makes the factory rider or factory team or factory bike makes also one more point in advance for them because they have a lot of things to, to, to test. With that, I think it's worth for for us for like a private rider. It's better in the old school. Everybody can make a hot shot. And yeah. now you even don't see many, many private doing hot shots anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, how have the American fans been? How have the uh, fans been at the races? As you, you know, nobody knew you guys were going to go to Paula, and then you both showed up and did great. And then, you know, the media found out, and we, we talked to you guys. And so how have the fans been since since that opening round? Man, uh, better than I expect, honestly. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. The people, yeah, the people supporting me. Um, even the last lap of Southwick in the second moto, I see a lot of people supporting me on the track. Hey, go, go, go. <laughs> nice. Then I pass yeah. Adam, I pass Adam Sanzarulo, uh, Jason Anderson, and Ty Masterpool, two laps to go. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what place I was riding, honestly, because I was like so focused on the goat ahead in the front. I didn't uh, look my pit board. I thought like Sanzarulo, his bike broke because they slowed down like eight <laughs> seconds per lap. Uh, or Masterpool, I thought, oh, they, they, they broke up. They blow up the the clutch or the bike smoking or I don't know because I didn't expect that riders on the last five minutes go like eight seconds per lap slowly and I just keep my pace and that moment the public start to to push me and go go at every corner <laughs> I look on the mirror everybody was supporting me I didn't know I was on P6 but yeah, well, yeah. it was like that that's awesome yeah Phil. Phil said on the show Monday that he wants to uh, whatever Spanish drugs you're on, he wants them because he can't believe how good you were. <laughs> he was kidding, of course. He's joking, but he said I, he goes, I don't yeah. know what Butron was taking or doing. He said it was unbelievable. It was so hot. Everyone was so tired, and he said you were just flying. Mm. So yeah, good job. No, I, I I don't think I don't think I was flying. I think <laughs> they, they slowed down. Right, they right. slowed down because wait. Yeah, everybody do were so fast. I think no, I I was it was not one one of my best moto. I was riding just okay, but right, right. but I think they slowed down. <laughs> hey, you're twelve yeah. points back, of Lorenzo. So uh, this is the top wildcat rider. Twelve points back only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm eleven. Lorenzo is ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we struggled. We lost some points in some races. Lorenzo broke the cup. Second moto of Red Bull he took yep. zero point, and the last. In high point in Thunder Valley, I take almost no point. Mm-hmm. So five rounds to go, 
Um, we gonna we want to finish in the top ten for sure. Yeah. And what, what, our goal our goal is to be the best private uh, riders. Yeah. So we yeah. go for it. Nice, nice. Um, you, uh, I've been told from Lorenzo, you're really big on bike setup. Like you, you, you have shim shim measurements in your notebook. You know about the shims and the suspension. You measure tires. Your gearing. You're a very, uh, yeah. very particular about your bike setup, huh? Yes, yes. Because listen, I was a podium guy. Um, I was a top guy in Europe. Mm -hmm. Then I had a big injury in my left ankle, and my my mechanic put the rear tire, the Muse in Europe. We're riding with Muse, Muse. Um, I had a big injury in a big. A step up double like a jump like Larocosi mm -hmm. la, ja, leap yep. like very similar Larocosi leap. Uh, I didn't jump Larocosi leap in red, but in the whole weekend, in the press day, in the whole weekend, uh, I didn't jump that jump. I heard yeah, everybody was joking to me. Yeah, you are the only rider who is not jumping that jump. But I so mentally. Mentally so blocked on that jump because it remembers me. Remember me the way I crashed. Yeah. My muse went out of the ram of the jump. Oh. Imagine if your your rear wheel your muse went out of the ram of the jump. Then I leave the bike like Charlie in Spring <laughs> like yeah. that 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 kind of jump uh -huh. of crash, but because my bike, my rear tire uh, went yeah. out of the of the ring. Yeah. So I said, Alex Martin came to, to speak to us. He said, No, it is only one second slower uh, if you don't jump it. So I screwed every lap. <laughs> Even my result, I was nine without jumping, so I not take a risk. But uh, like I told you before, I was like six months uh, without riding, with yeah. big injury. Yeah. My left ankle is blocked. I have not too many movements. So in that moment, I said, okay, I have one year rest. I have nothing to do. From that moment, I say, okay, I want to improve on my bike. I went to study nutrition about the sport, suspension on the bike. I was around Spain with the suspension guy learning about suspension, about MotoGP, geometry bike, uh, the frame thing, um, like study, like yeah. starting to understand more the bike. So now I'm focused. I'm 32. I know how to train. I have a lot of experience. So I'm focusing a lot on my bike setup because it's the way uh, I feel comfortable. I know when mm -hmm. I can take a risk higher or how when I feel good. So I become very good on bike right. setup, yeah. um, learning every interview, Kiefer, uh, everything on internet. I have, I know about gearing, oh, suspension engine. I very good test rider. Like yeah. I tell you, uh, today we were practicing. I changed the rear sprocket in motor sandbox <laughs> like one second faster per lap yeah. because I know the track was muddy and I know a bigger sprocket with different mapping. So that's my that's my my thing now. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you're really into it. Uh, tire height, tire width, all that stuff, huh? You're 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 very much into yeah, that. On, yeah, exactly. In Europe, we're riding <laughs> 110 rear tire. That look, uh, never we're riding. I don't know one rider who's riding 120 weight uh, 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 rear wheel yeah. in Europe. So here oh. I came to Pala, no, 120. 120, oh. yeah. And then I, 120, yeah. And then uh, Kenny's 
I saw Kenny practicing in Motosambo. He was riding 120, uh, 90 profile. 90, 90. Yeah, yeah. I see my, I see, I see my bike was on 80. I say, Lorenzo, what is going on? <laughs> then we went to the next round to Dunlop guy. He said, uh, no, the, we have also option like 90. But uh, 90, I said, oh, you don't, didn't tell me before. Yeah, it's small grip, <laughs> higher profile, depending yeah. how you like the bike. And then I was like testing this and that yeah. and the KTM frame. KTM frame is already higher on the rear and the 90 makes my bike even higher. So and then I buy a longer, longer lead mm-hmm. on my bike to use the 90 profile tire with my Morsak bike lower on the rear and stuff like that, like testing. And uh-huh. I don't know. I like yeah. that. I like to, to, to know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it makes a difference and then do you have the, do you like the 90 front too or no no 90 front no no in front i think we ride stock at yeah 80 80, 80 right right um yeah. so and then also like uh Loren- lorenzo was telling me his fork broke at redbud and he didn't even know it so lorenzo is the opposite yeah, of you no. <laughs> of course, completely opposite. He never look at the bike, never check the track, never don't care what gear is on. He just want to go on the track uh, and and riding. He don't listen to the bike. I'm completely opposite yeah. of him. But both 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 uh, side works because yeah. I'm focusing on the riding. I'm focusing on the bike. Maybe I need less focusing on right. the bike, uh, more focus on riding, and maybe he needs yep. more focus on the bike and less. <laughs> so every rider is. A different. I yeah. see Kenny testing every day suspension, and every rider is a different world, so sure. you have to look for yourself. Lorenzo said you talk to Hurlings every once in a while about suspension, too? Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, I have some contact with him. He was yeah. practicing in, <laughs> in south of Spain, in my place, in Malaga. Yeah. In last winter, for, for two months, he was practicing there on my tracks, around there, because we have the best weather in wintertime in, in Europe, in the south of Spain. Mm-hmm. We have the best weather, no snow, like Florida from like Florida from USA is my place in Spain. Right. So he, he was there riding and practicing and testing and... Yeah, yeah, I am uh, very close to him and I'm talking to him. Tell him to give you some of that factory suspension. See if you can slide you some of that factory stuff out the door, you know? <laughs> no, I don't think the factory. Jeffrey is like Eli Tomac. He, yeah, yeah. he like hard suspension and hit every bump and right. 30 minutes moto every day. He's like yep. a monster. His system, um, yeah, well, that's, that's Jeffrey. I'll uh, I'll give you Kiefer's number. You can ask him what, uh, questions about the the, the gas gas. Um, it, it's yeah. <laughs> it, you know like it's good to be into that though. It, but but you're right. Sometimes. Sometimes guys like you, and I, I was a mechanic for a long time, so I worked with a lot of riders, and some riders, like Nick Way, was like you. Nick Way was big on offset and tri- and, and, and the triple clamp offset and, and rake and trail. and where you're, But then sometimes on the track, it would get in his head that the bike is doing something and he couldn't just power through it like Lorenzo without thinking about it, right? Like there's, there's pluses and minus to both, both sides, you know? 
So. Yes, especially yep. on the, I'm like that now testing a lot, especially because the new bike, the new KTM and the frame. Mm -hmm. I know in Europe, to Prado, I'm very close to Prado too, I know him. Uh, I know in Europe they can modify the frame, yep. but in USA we're riding a stock frame, even the factory riders. So so the new bike is a little bit strange for setup and mm -hmm. uh, um, make it good for you. So especially on the new bike, I, I, on the old bike, I was like three years with the same yeah. setup and was riding good. Especially on the new bike, uh, I have a lot of more more work to do on suspension and setup, but it's and that, because that also. Prado's on the new bike now, right? Yeah, he yeah. was already for last last year. He had the the last year they go one year in front okay. on the new models and testing uh, before came to America on the production bike, they they were riding now. Now they're riding in the new frame, yeah. Do, do you yeah, feel like it's really stiff? Now. Do you feel like it's too stiff? That's what I kind of hear from some riders, the new frame. The the new uh, frame, I like it more you do? out of the corner. Okay. I like more out of the corner because you have less anti-squat and more traction out of the corner by struggling on the... In, go into the corner on the braking side. There I struggled on the new bike. The old bike was opposite. I I felt very good on the go into the corner on the braking and and not too many speed out of the corner. And the new frame, the new bike is like they make opposite mm -hmm. of the old bike, but too like black and white. Yeah, like yeah. Too much opposite. <laughs> they improve some. They improve some. Yep. Some place, but they go uh, worse in another one. Okay. So it's like like completely different bike for riding. Thanks, thanks to FXR and uh, Race Tech for coming on board this Privateer Island podcast. Thanks to Butron for the time. Thanks to the folks at RoostMX. Pulp Nation is the code to save at RoostMX.net. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Backgrounds, easy. Graphics, easy for these guys. Canopies, pitch shirts, all of that stuff. they got e-bike wraps, of course. RoostMX.net for more information on that. Pulp Nation, code to save with them. Firepower as well, firepowerparts.com. Oil, batteries, uh, chains, firepowerparts.com. Of course, big sponsors of Dino, Max Sancy on the Firepower Honda as well. Thank you to Firepower, man. Check out the website. Lot of great stuff from firepowerparts.com. All right, back to the show. What's uh, what's the track you're looking forward to most uh, th that's coming up, or have you raced it already? Like, what was the American track that you couldn't wait to race on? Mm, man, I never ride only road red boot in the two in the two eighteen twenty eighteen yeah. motocross of nation and MGP. 2015 in Glen Helen, I rode, but the rest I don't know any time. Even this weekend, uh, next weekend we go to Millville. Yeah. Um, I just look on YouTube. I don't know the track, but every track looks good in the USA. Honestly, for yeah. me, I like every track. Mm -hmm. Every track, um, I like all the layout, everything from USA track. But you know, maybe sometimes for television looks good, and then in the riding is mm -hmm. different feeling. But mm, I don't know. I like almost every track. Hey, if you get enough points to race those SMX rounds, uh, do you want to do them? They're a little more supercrossy, right? Uh, do you want to do them? Yeah, yeah man, it is in my head because I think I'm gonna take that point. I see on the the on the res result. Uh, me and Lorenzo, we are almost inside mm -hmm. of that points championship. But 
Uh, I never rode supercross a real supercross before. Uh, I, I some Spanish supercross is not like real supercross. Yeah, yeah. But Eric Sor Eric Sorby, uh, the French guy. Yep. He, I know him. He told me it's no. It will be not like real supercross. We will have no uh, real whoops. Will be attracts like Daytona or Atlanta yeah, or yeah. like more like Moto or Monster Energy, uh, Las Vegas, Million Race, that kind of track, like mm -hmm. more flowing and more speed, super cross. But when you see the money they pay, even <laughs> when I get, I, I get uh, last position, I get 25,000. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I will see. Yeah. Uh, we have only one week for, for practice because yep. we finish. We have one weekend free and then riding that that right. championship. So we see. I'm focusing on the motocross when it is finished. We can start testing suspension and, sure. and maybe I will do it, yes. Jose Butron on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. Again, thank you to Max's Tires. Great tires uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath. And uh, whether it's intermediate to hard or the soft intermediate, they've got some new tires available. Shop.maxis.com for more information. Mountain bike tires are fantastic as well. Uh, Jose, how many times did you ride for Spain for Motocross Donations? Oh, I was like for 11 times. 11 times, jeez. Yeah. 11 times. First time, ah, sorry. First time was 2010 in Denver, Colorado. Oh, Colorado, in okay. Thunder Valley. Yeah. Thunder yeah. Valley. That was my first motocross nation with a Suzuki 250. Man, I struggled that weekend with the carburetor <laughs> yeah. bike on that on that mountain elevation. My yeah. bike was without, and the track was different than I rode uh, this year, but. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first motorcycle nation. Okay. Do you have a favorite one that you did uh, well at? I seem to. Did you do really well at Majoria? I don't know. I think I was that one. I thought you did really well. I thought it was Majoria. Yeah, yeah, Majora. Majora. Majora okay. I was yeah. in front of Cooper Webb. Yeah. In one moto fifth, one moto fifth, and and yeah. Sometimes I make good results. You know, sometimes I'm not like a top rider, but sometimes mm -hmm. I can ride very good. But yeah, yeah, motorcycle nature always is a good motivation for me. Yeah, always a good motivation. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. So, I, I thought of the greatest Spanish racers ever, and I got three of them. And maybe I missed one. Maybe you can tell me. Obviously, Jorge Prado, mm. uh, Jonathan Berrigan, yes. and you. Yes. Who am I missing? No. No, you're missing Garcia Vico. Javi Garcia ah, Vico. Vico. Yeah, yeah, was, right. Yeah, Garcia he Vico. He was our first. Our first uh, international rider who were riding GP he was second in the World Championship. I think MX3. That's right. Uh, MX3. Yeah. He was battling with Evers and Joel Smith. That guy was the first Spanish guy who go outside and make good, good results. Then came Barragan. Mm -hmm. Then, then after Barragan was me, and now it's uh, Prado. Prado and Ruben Fernandez. They they doing good. Um, so your buddies with Prado. For, for, your buddies with Prado? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. um, Ruben Fernandez also, he's factory Honda. Yeah, right? yeah, Ruben. Yep. Okay, good point. I forgot about Ruben. I always think of Ruben as, uh, I didn't realize he was Spanish. I always think of him as maybe Italian because Ferrandez. Right. I, I don't know. No, yeah, okay. he, he, he's Spanish. Yeah, he's Spanish, Ruben. So how is Spanish motocross? Like it seems like obviously Prado, you know, he's great. He's going to be a world champion here. Um, it, it, how is Spanish motocross? Is it, is it better than it used to be? Is it coming up? Uh, 
is from Spain, but he moved to Belgium when he was like 10 after 65. Okay. 85, yeah, 11. Yeah. He moved with the whole family to Belgium to start his on the sun. But for sure, Jorge, with the resource he has doing now, we have a Spanish GP. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fans. He's helping on the television, on the sponsor side. But, you know, in Spain, motocross is good, but the problem we have, we have top riders in Formula One, Carlos Sainz and Fernando Alonso. Top riders in MotoGP, Marquez, Mm -hmm. and uh, 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 all the top riders. We have in tennis, Nadal, football. We, motocross is good, but we have a lot of athletes in the top of the world in many, many sports. Sure. So, so, motocross in Spain is growing. We have some good riders, and the federation is doing good, but not like I would like. You always have to improve, for sure. Mm-hmm. Spanish championship is good. We have live, uh, live streaming, TV, television on YouTube, but we need more. For sure, we need more and improve it. Uh, I guess we forgot Joan Cross, too, right? Supercross. Yeah, Joan Cross. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. Super cool guy. Yeah, yeah. He's my friend. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, uh, he he also uh, he also qualifying for fifteen uh, some main events. Mm-hmm. So he's doing good. Also yeah. good. Also good for Spain. So do you? I don't even know. You're thirty two, right? Yes, thirty two. Okay. Um, so you would have been really little when the motocross the nations went to Spain. At that road race track, yeah. yeah. Did you go? Do you it, remember? It was at my home. It was at my home place. Oh, it was. Frontera. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a picture with Jeremy McGrath and <laughs> nice. Steve Lanson practicing in my track the week before. Really? That race. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah. Yes. How yes. how cool is that? Yes. Were, they, were they awesome? Was it was it neat for you? Was it cool? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was my my heroes. I was riding uh, 65 in that mm-hmm. moment. I went to that race. I was sitting all weekend long in that triple. By the triple, the downhill the triple. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was all weekend long there sitting, half riding the bike, looking under the frame, under the engine, the bikes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I wasn't sure if you, uh, yeah, if you remembered it or you went or whatever. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, did you ever have a chance to come to America when you were MX2, when you were younger? Did you ever talk to KTM or anybody about coming over? No, man. No. In, in the in US, in in Europe, a lot of riders, we want to come here, and we will like to come here, but but we don't know the way to who make the the or who I can ask. Okay. You, uh, you ask to KTM, you cannot ask to KTM or to that guy. No, we are full of our fat and yep. they don't need you to, to ride here. And they don't let you say, oh, ask to that thing, a private thing, or go this. The problem, I'm thinking like now when I retire in maybe two, three years, maybe I will, with this wildcat team, to open the doors more for Latino American mm-hmm. riders from South of America and Europe and try to get more riders and make to like who can I call to ask to I want to race in America to organize me a bike yeah. team and, yeah. 
and uh, maybe I can work on it because the Europeans want really want to come here, but mm-hmm. they don't know how or or how they can make it or trust a person to pay him and to come here. Sure. So we need um, and you guys not follow too much the MGP and you only follow like Dylan Ferrandi, Muskin, Roxanne, the top guys yep. for sure. They email somebody and they have a team here ready, a bike, uh, a bike ready for him. But like a top ten guy for me was very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that you're yeah you got you're right about that. What's your favorite part of America outside of dirt bike racing, like restaurants or driving or like what is your favorite part of America? Oh, uh, Florida. I like... I don't know the character of the people. Yeah. It's more similar like me, like Spanish, and the character of the people mm-hmm. because you go to Europe, in like North Europe, Belgium, Holland, uh, North of Europe, the people here is more. I'm from south of Spain, more like Italian people. We are we like more to I don't know to. I like that people. They talk a lot and have fun, joking, and, mm-hmm. and be happy, and be happy. Okay. But the worst thing, man, and the worst thing, the food. I think <laughs> you guys need to learn from Europe how to eat healthy and good stuff in the supermarket. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. We, there, we eat way more better than here. There's a, there's a lot of obese Americans, and I'm probably one of them. I'm also bigger. So there's... Uh, uh, you know, it's the fast food, it's the soda, it's all of that stuff, Jose, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You, you, yes. You, you go to Europe, every time I go to Europe, and I've been there, you know, dozens of times, you look around and you're like, yeah, there there aren't too many really heavy people in Europe, but there's a lot in America, no. for sure, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like the, I cook myself, the yeah. mama for Lorenzo, we have good food at home, but we go to restaurant, uh, we struggle to find healthy food. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, this weekend, Melville, it's my, it's it's what I think is the best track on the circuit this weekend, Jose. It's the best track, in, I think. Mm. So, um, mm, yeah, I, I okay. And uh, also, too, you have a fly jersey for me. You've been a fly guy forever. You you've been worn fly forever, yes. and uh, you have a jersey for me, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. Or I was the first guy, almost one of the first guy riding fly racing years in Europe. When I was starting the World Championship, I was a fly guy. Yep. I have good relation with Bruce Parry, the boss, mm-hmm. and. Lorenzo asked me, Redboot, hey, Paul, MX, we want a t-shirt uh, from you with your with your logo, with his logo. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, let him come. My jersey is ready here. I wash all my I wash all my clothing, <laughs> and your Paul MX was dirty in a plastic bag in my bag, still there. Oh, nice. I didn't wash it for you. Good. And you didn't come to <laughs> you didn't come I didn't, to. I didn't come to Southwick. To, no, no. To even come to South I say, oh, I go, I have to wash the jersey for this guy because it's smelling all my back and all, all it's smelling <laughs> still dirty from, <laughs> oh, from the red bat. No, leave it. Bat. Leave so it. Wash it for you. No, leave it. Leave it. It's great, man. Um, I'm happy to help you guys out. That was awesome. Uh, I think it's really cool that you and Lorenzo are here and doing this well. And uh, um, you know, I, obviously, I'm glad you guys are having a good time doing it. It's a it's a neat story, man. Uh, thank you for the time, Jose. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
No, thank you to you and to all my fans. Thank you for sponsoring us, for helping, for for let people know us, our team, because we are struggling with budget to finish the season, but I think we can make it happen. So thank you to all of you guys. All right, perfect. Thank you for the time, Jose. I'll see you this weekend, man. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Thanks to Jose Butron for the time on the podcast. Good dude. Uh, thank you as well to Zool's Bags. Pulp 23 is the code to say with Zool's. Pack your passion. Let Zool's help you do that. And regardless of how stress-free and easy social media models make travel look, we all know it sucks. And the last thing anybody wants to deal with is a broken handle, a jam zipper, wonky wheel on the roller bag. So whether you're traveling for work, pleasure, or simply hauling the kids to the never-ending sporting events, we understand the wear and tear that goes through the bag. Zool's was born from an extensive background in the luggage and moto industry, Z-U-L-Z, Pulp 23 is the code to save. Check out their bags. I've got some. They're good stuff. So please check out Pulp uh, 23 code at Zool's Bags. And again, thank you to Namira, Seat Concepts, Firepower, uh, Roost MX, and Maxis for the time on the show. And thanks to Jose Butron for, li- for calling us in. Thanks, everybody.